Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 477. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. Um, bear with me this evening because uh, we got our COVID shot. So, and then we were out. We had to make some errands, run some errands. Uh, and I came back, I had a ton of shit to do. So, I'm actually taking my garbage out right now. So, you guys will be joining me in my evening ritual and also it's pretty late so I started this podcast pretty late and I mentioned before I have to have this out this has to be done rendered by uh, midnight well now it comes up with tomorrow's date so uh, and I'm trying to stay consistent at least with the dates even though I've been consistent um, so weird I hear some noise over here guys what the hell is that It's like water. I hope that ain't, isn't like a main break or something. But there's like a... Oh. Okay, I'm sure you guys heard that. <laughs> but there's like a bunch of water going down the... Um, going down the drain over here across the street. So I hope that's not a break. Because if it's a break, they're going to shut down all our water by tomorrow. So make sure I go in and take my shower. But... All right, so I got the garbage out, guys. Next step is uh, get inside this Jeep and um, move it. Because uh, when I have the kids, grandkids, uh, roller skating and riding their scooters in front, <clears throat> um... I like to put the bike, I like to put the, the car sideways at the long, at the end of the um, driveway so they can roller skate, do what they got to do. I wish I had a long spot that was safe like this when I was growing up. I had to roller skate in the middle of the street. <laughs> and the bro, they're good. They got like a lot of, like, when they're done, they're usually tight. <laughs> so that's how much uh, room they have. So, okay, so I just moved that. And, uh... Okay, so that's pretty good. Um, <coughs> <coughs> sorry, guys. So, as I mentioned earlier, um, we got our second COVID shot, and uh, they kept saying it was be it's gonna be the worst one. It's gonna we're gonna feel the this feel that. I didn't feel anything. I'm fine. I feel no pain on my arm. And uh, when I came back, I was a little exhausted, but I'm usually exhausted after driving. Uh, I'm just not a driver. And uh, so before I went back to work, I laid down for about half an hour, kind of get myself together. And then I went back into the office, get some work done. So, uh, but I feel fine. 
Um, I'm even, even if I try to really think. Now tomorrow I might feel a little pain in the arm, I might. Like last time I felt a little pain, but I, I, it could have been in my mind, like it wasn't hurting me, but it felt different, so. But, so thank God we, we went and we got that. That was a scary situation, and, and you know, what's so crazy is that we're not, we don't know if we're clear, you know, really. That's what they're saying. But do we really know? You know? So that COVID shit ain't no joke, man. I caught it. I caught it. I think the worst part of it for me, um, well, I had the anxiety, but I realized that that was the medication. And I just prayed for me to get back to normal. Because let me tell you something, anxiety where you can't sleep because you think you're suffocating is like the worst thing on earth. Man. It really is torturous. And I felt like a little baby, like I wanted to cry, I swear to God. I kept getting up, I was like, I can't, I'm tired. Like I'm not one of them dudes to stay up late because I get up so early. So think about, and then Andrew gave me, the first time, Andrew gave me a Tylenol PM. That was even worse because my body was now basically tranquilized, yet I didn't want to fall asleep because I felt like I couldn't breathe. And it was crazy. Doctors asked me if I had sleep apnea. I never had any of that stuff. I'm, I was fine. You know, the only thing I try not to do, which I haven't done in about a year and I'm, because I'm scared, and I've, I've figured it out. Every time I lay on my stomach, like one of the most, I can't lay on my back too long. I can't watch TV, but only after a while, I have to turn over. I'm very uncomfortable. Um, <clears throat> I got to lay on my side, pillow between my legs, like most people. And um, I can actually lay on my belly. Like, I can lay on my be- belly, and I can wrap my, f- my arms under my pillow, and I am mad comfortable. Sometimes I read. I like to lay. I lay on my belly when I'm reading. <laughs> he's just like his my feet are. He's just like yo, you're like a teenage girl, man. And um, I'll lay on my belly, uh, and I'll fall asleep. I just move the book to the side, open, and just stay like that because I'm so comfortable. But what I've learned was this: that that's when I get that sleep paralysis. I fall asleep into this deep sleep, and my arms are underneath the pillow. And next thing you know, I can't wake up. And I'm in that really weird state where you're half asleep, half awake, and you're trying to shake yourself, and you're trying to wake yourself up, and you you start making a weird-ass, scary-ass noises. The first time that has ever happened to me in my life was when me and Angel first got together, okay? She lived in the apartment of the, one of the apartments of the house, that I ended up buying later on. We were, well, we ended up buying. So when I got with her, <coughs> she had a room in one of her family's house. So it looked like the whole family, well, she had cousin, her uncle, aunt upstairs, her sister was there. <coughs> and um, so, <coughs> excuse me guys. So um, I remember she had, her room was pretty small. She had a single bed. I climbed up in there. <laughs> I shared that with her. And she always liked to light her candles. I was, you know, she's Catholic. Love her candles. I grew up like that. So my mom, mom was the same way, my aunts, cousins. So, um, and I remember it was pitch black in the room. I remember falling asleep and running into that paralysis. 
and I ended up like yelling to the point where it was sounding. And I remember I woke myself up. I was like, like a monster. And she woke up. She's like, "You okay?" I'm like, and we were still pretty new, so you know, it was like, okay, we were. That was like within the first year we were together. And mind you guys, we're almost 20 years. So, <coughs> and um, so that was uh, that was the first time I ever really felt that, you know. And then I, I would get it a couple times. I remember Erica getting. I remember how haunting that was. And she used to tell me. I was. I used to be like, man, I'm like, like I'm. I get scared for. Like I know what I went through. I'm like, I hate that. My daughter's going through that, you know. And then, um, and then my granddaughter went through it, and it was like kind of creepy you know some people say it's spirits sitting on your chest and whatever you know I don't know but <laughs> get off my chest <laughs> but um but I what I did is I did recognize it, it was so funny because it's been within I think this year because it happened like twice but it happened to me when I was conscious of it and the one time I woke up I realized that hey I was laying on my belly with my hands under my pillow so then another night I thought about it and I knew, I said, okay, last time I slept like this, I got the sleep paralysis. I said, but you know what? I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna see if this is the issue. This is, and I said that before I went to sleep. And sure enough, in the middle of the night, I did everything to wake myself up. And I got myself up and I was still in that position with my hands on it. I said, oh my God, I can't sleep like this. You know, now it hasn't happened since, but I will not sleep in that position. And sometimes I'll lay in that position for a little while, but before I, f- I start feeling like I'm dozing, I'll get out of that position. Like, it's terrifying to me. Like, I could I could see people dying in their sleep, and like, that's how they're dying. That's what it feels like, you know, you're dying, you know? But, um, yeah, so it's crazy. I don't know if I told you guys, one of the first times when me and Angel first, we were still together, we were probably by well no we were still within our first year and um still getting to know each other and we were living together and by that time we had we had the whole apartment sister had moved out so we took one of the big rooms and um i remember getting real sick like a like a fever real real bad and i kept sweating like i this has never happened to me. See, I was never, I didn't grow up a, a sickly dude. I didn't have issues, thank God, and I'm praying that I don't. I, I continue to, to, to be okay, you know? And, um, and I remember I kept sweating, and I would wake up in the middle of the night, and she would like, oh my God, so she would change the sheets, put, you know, wipe down the, just a, I didn't go all the way through, because she caught it pretty early, throw some baby powder down. I would go in, you know, wash myself up with, with a washcloth. I didn't want to jump in the shower each and every time because I'm freaking tired and I kept waking up. So I wiped myself down with a, a washcloth, throw a t-shirt on, bed's nice, clean, dry. I lay back down. She even put a, a towel there, you know, underneath just in case so it doesn't go through. And again, woke up the same night. Same night, she got up again with me. I went and tried myself up. She took care of it. What a mess, man. She, I remember years later, she telling me, Man, I was like, what the hell is, what's up with this dude? Like, who, what the hell, did I get with some sick dude? Like, who is this, what's up? But, uh, but no, it never, it never happened again. That was just like that one time, so crazy. But, uh, 
Another funny story, let me, let me while I'm there, because I have to get this out. This is so funny, right? <clears throat> I was laying down in the bed, right? And we're still, we're, like, this is within, like, our first year together. And in the middle of the night, something woke me up. I don't know what it was. So whenever I wake up, right away, I have to use the bathroom. So I was like, okay. I said, let me get up. So I got up, went to use the bathroom. After I used the bathroom, I went wash my hands. I always got to wash my face. A lot of times I'll brush my teeth too. Because, you know, you wake up and just got that morning shit going on. And I looked in the mirror and my lip looked like a freaking banana. My lower lip, like a banana. I was like, holy shit. Yo, what the hell happened? So I went to a room. I said, yo, I said, did something bite me? Like, what the hell did I eat? I'm trying to think. And she's like, she's looking at my lip. She's like, oh man. She goes, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I'm like, what the hell did we eat today? And with them, there's nothing different. Like the same stuff you always eat. I'm like, I'm looking real close. I said, do you see like a, a bite mark? Did something bite me? Did a bug bite me? Did a freaking rat bite me? I mean, this was the Bronx, you know? I didn't know what it was. And so I stayed up. I remember playing with it. That's how big it was. It felt so weird. So I ended up going to sleep. And then in the morning, we wake up and I go in. The swelling went down. It was pretty, pretty much back to normal. And she's laughing. And I'm like, what? So what are you laughing at? I figured she was laughing because of what I went through, the, the lift, the way it looked yeah, last night, the night before. So, I didn't want to tell you last night. I said, what? She goes, I turned over and I hit you in your mouth with my hand. <laughs> I said, what? <clears throat> and she goes, yeah. I hit you in your mouth. I hit you hard. I thought I was going to wake you up, but you didn't wake up. I said, well, I did wake up. He goes, no, no, you didn't wake up when I hit you. You waked up. You woke up a few minutes later on. <coughs> I said, why didn't you tell me? She goes, I didn't know how to tell you. I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> so, <coughs> Excuse me. That was so funny, man. I'll never forget that. Yeah, we had some good times. Man. We still had... Even now, we have some, we do, we, we have fun, we have fun, I'm, I'm fortunate, so, I know you guys saw my TikTok that I did, that I released, uh, what was it, yesterday, Tuesday, yesterday, right, yeah, and, uh, she's singing the Mary J. Lodge, supposed to be us hanging out in the, in the Jeep, and then she's singing, and I jump in, so, pretty cool, got a lot of views, got something like, I don't know, 700 views on just Facebook, not including, uh, Instagram and TikTok, uh, so I have fun doing that one. I tend to rush my, my TikToks when I do with anybody because I, I don't, I never think that people have the patience that I have. See me, I can look at a shot and do it, you know, 20 times. I'm going to look at Angel. And she's not going to really, you know, to her, she'll look at the first shot. She'll be like, oh man, that's perfect. That's great. I'll be like, nah, so let, let, me do it, let me do it again. It's just not, the level isn't right. The, the eyeline, she's like, come on, it's a TikTok. You're not doing a mojo. A motion picture, I said, yeah, well, you know, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And uh, and I would do them all. And then finally I get to a point with her where I'm like, all right, just let me, let me just kill it. So you'll notice that. So whenever I uh, I kind of like, I kind of throw in the towel is when I'm I'm doing them with her. And she'll let me do it 20 times. But it'll come a time when she'll, because what she'll do is she won't be like, no, I'm not doing no more. That's it. She won't get mad. But she'll be, every single one, she'll be like, oh, that one looks good. Look. I know they do. They look pretty good. I can't help it. <laughs> I got to do it again. It's like sometimes even, and the thing is when you do them, you don't save them. They have to actually go over the one you did. So, you know, you always hope that 
Well, if I got to go over this again, man, I hope I, I hope I do it better. I hope I do it better this, t- this time. Because there's been times when I've done something spontaneous, but maybe the outfit wasn't right or something was wrong that I didn't like. I just didn't like it. It would bother me. And then I would go back and I would be like, all right, I got it the second time. Everybody loves it, but it's not better. Nobody saw the first one I did. So I'm not too crazy about it, you know? So it happens, you know? But with the, the Mary J. Blige, it was pretty easy. It was just, I just had to make sure I got my part down, you know? But I couldn't, you know, the angles, if you saw the angles, the angles weren't exactly where I wanted them. But it's really hard to maneuver in that truck. It's hard to, like, I have to get out the truck, go around on her side, set up the, the camera, and then I have to make sure I'm in the picture and I have to go back. It's, a, it's really, and then, and then I have to hit the record button, you know? And then if you don't get it, you have to set it for, for the duration, for how long you want the part to record before it stops. And then you have to, you know, go and check. It's a lot. It's a process. So, so when you're confined in a, in a Jeep or something, uh, it's hard. It's hard. So, but uh, we pulled it off. So it's pretty good. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, got a couple shows. So in, on today on the, on the phone with uh, managers for both Frankie J and Baby Bash, two really great artists. Probably two of my favorite. If you guys don't know who they are, type in YouTube, go to Frankie J, Baby Bash, and type in the song Sugar Sugar. Dope, dope, dope record. These dudes are dope. I like them and they're nice guys too. So So I got a couple shows. I'm trying to put them on. They're they're pretty expensive, the guys, but uh, I think they're worth it. So the promoter's asking me what I think about the value of them. And I believe they're up there. I think they're good. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but um yeah, I think they were up there. So so um I'm gonna reapproach them tomorrow. Well excuse me, baby batch might be a problem because he's on the Snoop Dogg tour and they're doing a lot of West Coast Live Texas and we're doing Texas, so that's gonna become a problem. And what happens is you'll get if you're gonna get a promoter, if it's gonna be within the radius, you can't advertise. And no promoter wants to pay a lot of money for an artist and not have the right to advertise like right away. Oh yeah, yeah, you can buy, you book the act, but you can't advertise until next month. Artists don't, promoters don't want to do that. Like they get anxious. And the thing is, you breach the contract. So like, let's say, because you want to breach in that contract. So if somebody um, mentions them that they're gonna be there. Um, and the other venue finds out it can become a problem. So then that artist will pull out of your show. They will have no, no, no choice. They will have to pull out of your show. So as an agent, I have to be very careful and I have to warn both sides and make sure we don't violate. It's like, okay, guys, we don't want to violate this. Let's do this the right way, you know, so we have no problems. Um, so that's what we're doing now, trying to see if we can make something happen. And... Uh, I should get it. We should have it done by tomorrow. So we'll see. But anyway. All right, guys. Listen, I'm going to shut down. It's really cold, man. They said there's a cold front coming. I'm, I'm happy about it because my AC's not done yet. My mechanic doesn't come in from Puerto Rico until, like, I think next week or the week after. Probably by the end of this month. Um, so, uh, 
So let it stay cool until he comes and we get my new AC unit in the house. So that's what I'm, I'm you know, that's what I'm pushing for. So it's a six, seven thousand dollar investment. He's gonna, he's gonna work it out, work it out for me though. I gotta make it worth his while. So anyway, all right, guys, I'm gonna go in. I appreciate you tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.